This edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates, Bard's Roofing, Adams Bar and Grill, David Jid Showbrill, Robin Stacy Astuter, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, The High Ho Bar and Grill, Weaver Overhead Door, Scott Hudson of Reese Nichols Eyed Capital Realty, Chad and Kay Lewis, Miljavik Electric, Aaron and Josh Perry, Janelle Glidewell of Lightstar Financial, JC's Hardwood Floors, Ingalls Plumbing, Musser Construction, and the Hicks and Klein Funeral Home LLC. Thank you guys so much for your contribution and support of the podcast. Now on to tonight's show. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. Before we get on with tonight's show, I want to give a shout out to Cutting Edge Commercial Cleaning for your sponsorship and support of the podcast. Thank you so much, David Guck, for your support of the podcast. It is Thursday night, January the 5th. 2023, and let's go ahead, let's get started with tonight's show. Lafayette and Maryville boys came into Thursday's MEC Conference matchup as two of the top teams in the league. Both teams had a chance to stake their claim towards the top in St. Joseph. In a game of runs, both teams started fast. Lafayette started with a 5-0 lead in the first quarter, but then the Spoofhounds went on a 17-4 run across the first and second quarters to take a 17-9 lead. Then 17 unanswered Fighting Irish points turned the rest of the game in Lafayette's favor, and they never looked back, winning 72-57. Lafayette is now 6-4 on the year and 1-0 in the Midland Empire Conference. We caught up with head coach Kevin Bristol after their huge conference victory. Coach, 17-9, um, you were down there in the um, in the game. Um, went on a big run, 17-0 to start out with. Then you just um, outscored them pretty much the rest of the way. What what flipped the switch for you guys? Uh, I've come to Jesus' conversation all the time. Out. Uh, basically, we just basically talk about not playing with energy. Right? If we come out and play with energy, those are the types of ones we can do. But we just have to always play with energy and not, especially when you're, you're in your house. You can't dis- disrespect opponents and just play with energy. That was a conversation at the, at that time out. Defensively, obviously, it's a team that's capable of shooting the three. But transition-wise, seemed like you pressed them, turned them over a lot, able to outrun them to the rack. Uh, what'd you like defensively tonight? Uh, I like that we were able to make them have to work to get anything they needed because we knew we had to come in and pressure those guards. Because a lot of the film that we've watched, I don't think they've really gotten pressure like how we like to press the ball. And I think it paid off for us. Yeah. Uh, 19 of uh, Mikey's 25 points came there in that second half. What What do you think really changed in his game in the second half? Uh, he didn't pick up two fouls <laughs> early in the game. Uh, I mean, that's Mikey. Yeah. When Mikey plays under control, he does a very good job controlling the pace for us in the game. And I think in the first half, especially in the first quarter, we were playing their pace. We were trying to go too fast and do some, and we did some silly stuff. I think once we calmed down and played our pace of the game, we did good. Yeah. For a guy like Connor, you know, come off three big threes the second half, really kind of put the game on ice for you guys, and he drew a charge there as well. Uh, what did you see from Connor tonight? I think Connor played a lot tonight. He played some good defense in front of that big guy. I think he limits that big kid to some points. Uh, and Connor's able to hit those threes when you shoot and shoot with confidence and shooting in the rhythm of the game. He's able to do that. So, yeah, it's nothing. It's not everybody in that locker room knows he's capable of doing that. So. I mean, coming off of uh, Neo Show, you're facing some top caliber uh, teams, and this was a really good team in terms of MEC. I think eight and two coming in. Uh, it's a confidence builder, I guess. Uh, how do you build on it going forward? I mean, I think we use the Neo Show tournament as a tournament to see where we're at. Yeah, uh, we don't 
necessarily go out there and try to win the tournament. We just want to be able to compete. So when we come back here, because we probably won't see those types of teams. So if we know we can compete with those guys, we know we can compete anywhere because those are class six teams and yeah. class five teams. And we're, we're probably the smallest team not school down there yeah. and we're able to compete. So that's all, we, that's all we look for. After picking up a couple thousand the first half, senior Mikey Thomas scored 19 of his game high 25 points in the second half. Thomas joined the media to talk the team's win. Yeah, a slow start. You guys are able to overcome it, and you especially a pretty good second half, and you guys pull away from him. Just thoughts on the win tonight? Yeah, we just wanted to come out, have energy. You know, we love playing at home. We don't really get to have very many home games, so every home game we have, we cherish it. We play with a lot of energy, and I think that's what gets us going. I know you picked up a couple fouls there early in the first in the first half there, but really, what changed in your game? What you see out there in that second half? Well, really, it was KB that jinxed me because he told me I was going to get two fouls before the game. But then in the second half, I just uh, wanted to be more passive. I was dri uh, dribbling into double teams a lot in the first half, turning it over. So I just wanted to get my teammates involved. KB talked about a come-to-Jesus moment during a timeout. You mentioned energy. Was that kind of the moment the switch flipped in your mind? Yeah, he, he's always uh, getting honest about energy. I feel like every time we play without energy, we start losing. Every time we play with energy, we win. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious what we got to do to bring energy. You guys saw you know, a wide variety of really good teams in the Osho and come back here, and that's an MEC contender you just beat uh, by a, a pretty good margin. Um, just big confidence builder. How do you build on it going forward? Oh, uh, yeah. we Our goal is to win the NBC, go undefeated. So, I mean, that's one of the best teams, one of the other best teams in the league. So, I mean, that just gives us the confidence that we can run the table. Other leading scorers include Camden Bennett with 15 points, Antonio Williams with 10, and then Connor Zeit with 9 points. Three, those three threes came in a critical part of the game during Lafayette's run in the second and the third quarters. Zeit talked about those threes and so much more after the game. You come off the bench there and provide a bit of a spark, uh, draw a charge. Uh, just how good did it feel to add to a really good second half there? You guys really kind of brought the heat, brought the yeah. energy in full. Yeah, we, we started pretty slow in the first half, but we coach was on us about bringing energy and being aggressive, and I think we brought that into the second half, and that's what helped us come out with the win. What were you seeing out there with your shot? I know you hit um, three threes, three straight threes there um, to kind of uh, put that put, the, put this game on ice. What, you, what were you feeling out there? What also, I'm, I'm feeling confident when my teammates can find me. I'm just always ready to knock down shots. That's my role, so that's what I had to do. Um, another guy, Antonio Williams, he's another that comes off the bench, a younger guy, doing some really good things. I think he had 10 tonight. Just uh, what, what, is it, what does he kind of bring to the team? seems like. He's a guy with a lot of energy as well. Yeah, he, he brings a lot of energy off the bench. He's very scrappy, gets in the gets in the game and like gets steals for us, and that's really helpful for us and get going runs and stuff. This is a MEC contender you guys just beat coming off of the Osho. Saw some really good top competition there. Uh, how do you guys just build off of some of these recent games and just kind of learn from tonight and keep it going? Yeah, we had a little rough spot down in the Osho just to come back at home and get a win. That meant a lot for us, and I think it's going to give us a lot of good momentum coming into Saturday. Maryville was led in scoring by Peyton McCollum's 15 points, Derek Quinlan added 13, and Delton Davis and Caden Steckline routed out the double-digit scoring with 10 points. Spoofhounds are now 8-3 on the season. The girls' game was a little bit of a closer contest as Maryville was able to pull away from Lafayette 44-39. It was a very close competitive contest in the first two quarters, but then Maryville was able to hold Lafayette two without a field goal in the third quarter, but the Fighting Irish were able to make a rally in the fourth quarter, tying the game, but then Aniston Petland's three-pointer and some three throws put the Spoofhounds up for good. 
Petlin and her teammate Riley Viertaler had had 15 points apiece. And courtesy of the Maryville Forbes, John Dykstra, here is some post-game sound from those two ladies. Take me through. They come all the way back to tie the game, and then uh, you're able to hit that three. Just take me through what, what you saw on that um, and having the confidence to pull the trigger. Uh, yeah, they're a good team, so they came back. They worked hard, but Riley had a good pass to me. Perfect right to the chest, and I just like, let it go. <laughs> that third quarter, you guys held them without a field goal, and I think that in a way helped you guys when they made that comeback. What did you guys do in that third quarter that kind of limited what they could do on offense? I think we just kind of turned up our energy on defense, um, not allowing them the shots they want, which is threes or getting to the bucket, kind of forcing them to take more mid-range um, out of control shots is what kind of our goal was and that's second half and I think that's what kind of helped us lead to that only one field goal is that what you said none oh none, none. no field goals <laughs> uh Anna said I know you were kind of mad at your free throw shooting in Doan last time we talked so uh you guys both stepped to the line hit two on the on the one and one situation there just talk about stepping in the line in that situation and being able to knock them down yeah, I just turned my brain off and just shot. I've been working in the gym a lot my free throws since last game, so, yeah. For both of you, this can be sometimes a difficult place to play. Just crowds kind of on top of you and everything. Just the way they battled back where you guys were able to come out with a win, just how much confidence does that give this group to even when, you know, mm -hmm. you're all on the road and you have a team do that to you guys, but you guys find a way to win. I love the loud gyms, honestly, so it just kind of fuels my energy, so, yeah. Yeah, I think it also shows a lot of growth from last year because I remember last year in this circumstance, um, it came close and they ended up winning. And I think it shows our growth by us being able to keep that lead and in that tight game with both crowds yelling. I think it shows how much we've grown from year to year and how much more confidence we've gained. What were you guys kind of saying to each other and to the team? Uh, you guys were up by 12 at the end of the third quarter and they battled back to tie it. So what, what was kind of the message there? Did Kelly say something to you guys? What? Just talk about that a little bit. Just stay confident. Um, hold the ball strong. Don't let them dictate what you are going to do. Just That's kind of what she was just telling us. I mean, you just got to be confident. You got to be strong and know that whatever you're going to do, you're going to do it. go hard, and whatever's going to happen is going to be on your terms, not theirs. Conference play of senior year yeah. now, getting going tonight. Just how excited are you for, for conference play? And I know it's fun to play the different teams, but now – now you kind of get to figure out where you stay in the MEC, so how exciting is that? It's pretty exciting. This is our first conference, and we got to win. So hopefully we can just get back in the gym, keep working hard, continue. Yeah, one and one conference is great. Uh, that's exactly what you're hoping for. Um, and this is such a competitive conference that it's nice to start off strong. Again, thank you so much to John Dykstra for providing that sound. Always doing great work there with the Maryville Forum. Lafayette was led in scoring tonight by Honor Mannings' 12 points and Talicia Burns' 11 points. Fighting Irish are now 5-8 and eight on the season. Other scores from Thursday night, including Benton, a close one in Kansas City, over St. Pius X, winning 64-62. Chillicothe defeated Bishop LeBlanc 58-50. Golden Eagles were down 47-24 after three quarters, but the Golden Eagles were able to outscore the Hornets 26-11 in the fourth quarter to put the margin up to eight in that contest. Cameron was able to defeat Savannah tonight in another MEC game, 67-59. Girls scores, including Benton rebounding from their week at the Jeff City Tournament, defeating St. Pius 46-27 in their first conference game of the season. And then a non-conference game, Central, goes down to Smithville and picks up a 45-41 win 
over the Warriors there in that matchup on Thursday night. Here's the schedule for Friday. I will be at Chillicothe at Bishop LeBlanc Girls. That matchup starts at 7 p.m. Also on the schedule for the girls, Sajo Christian is at Stanbury. Savannah is at Cameron. Lathrop is at East Buchanan. May Buchanan's at West Platte. North Platte is at Penny. Lawson is at Plattsburgh. South Holt is at Platte Valley. And then Pattonsburg is at North Andrew. On the boys' side, Carney is at Central. St. Joe Christian is at Stanbury. Red Oak, Iowa goes to Maryville for a non-conference matchup with the Spoof Hounds. Plattsburgh boys look to continue their undefeated run this season, hosting Lawson in a conference matchup. Mid Buchanan is at West Platte. Dragons will be looking to avenge that loss in the KCI tournament semifinals there that took place in West Platte. In December, Lathrop is at East Buchanan. North Platte is at Penny. South Holt is at Platte Valley. Gallatin boys are at Polo. And then Pattonsburg is at North Andrew. That will do it for tonight's show. We will see you tomorrow night. We will have a recap from the from the LeBlanc girls hosting Chillicothe. We'll have postgame from that. And we'll run down all the rest of the Friday night scores on tomorrow night's edition of the Post-it Notes. Again, want to thank Coach Kevin Bristol. Want to thank um, Senior Mikey Thomas. Also want to thank Senior Connor Zeit for joining the podcast. Again, thank you so much to um, John Dykstra for providing sound from Aniston Petlin and Riley Viertaler for the podcast tonight. Also want to give another shout-out to David Guck and Cutting Edge Commercial Cleaning for joining the um, the sponsorship team here on the Cliff Notes podcast. I hope you guys have a great of your rest th- of your Thursday night. And we will see you back here tomorrow night with another edition of the Post-It Notes.